0: What's the deal? It's your boy Chris Childs, aka Young Light skinned Hokage, business mogul, entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or
1: www.shopchrischilds.com. And you tuned in to the candy shop. Yadig!
2: What's up, everybody? It's Gina Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at let's with two S's, talk about it, underscore. So without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show.
1: How long are you guys going to hold on to Chris Brown and beating Rihanna, you know what I'm saying? I
2: don't understand why people keep talking about that. It was forever ago, they were both very young and he had just had his first herpes outbreak from her giving him the herpes. Ooh, my, my, my. Like, how the fuck did, you know what I mean? Like, like people don't understand what happened that night. And that's because Jay-Z worked so fucking hard to change the narrative of that night. now, Brianna was only 14, 15 when he started fucking with her inside in a death jail. It's clear to say that the herpes that she had came from the person she had been most sexually involved with, and that was Sean Carter. So here it is. Chris Brown had his first herpes outbreak from a celebrity girlfriend who he was set up with and it was supposed to be this and it was supposed to be that and he was there so people wouldn't pay attention to the fact that she was fucking Jay-Z. Underage. Jay-Z gave her the herpes that she gave to Chris Brown. And that first night, when he had that outbreak and he busted in the Clyde Davis's house and said, where the fuck is this dirty bitch at? I can't. I can't fault him for that. He had this. This is beautiful. Oh, wonderful. Chris Brown. She didn't ruin him. She ruined him at nineteen years old. He's got the Jay Z herpes. <gasps> and it's unfair. Cause now that's a part of his story. And Rihanna ain't innocent. Because she was in there giving that nigga a blowjob in the coat closet when, when Chris Brown came and He said, Bitch, you always fucking sucking something. Then he said, I'm fucking done with you. And he stormed out of Clive Davis' house, got into his very expensive car, and Rihanna chased after him. She gets in the car and started fighting on him because he embarrassed her for calling her a dick-sucking horn and saying in front of everybody that she gave him the herpes at Clyde Davis's house the night before the fucking grannies. She in the car trying to fuck him up. just speeding on the Pacific Coast Highway and you know Pacific Coast Highway very steep. She could have killed the both of them fighting him while he was trying to just get the fuck away from her. Because Lord knows He couldn't get away from the herpes. And he hit her back. Bitch, calm down. And all of this is happening while he's doing damn near 100 miles per hour in a sports car on Pacific Coast Highway while he's still trying to register that he is beautiful Chris Brown and his dick is now trash at 19. My, my, my. Because he got set up with a bitch that was fucking a pedophile. Who came me a an And that's what happened. And people wonder why I speak up for Chris Brown. That's why. And if I'm lying, all of them can sue me, even you, RiRi. Have fun at the Super Bowl. My, my, my. Keep your snatch to yourself. That,
1: that actually sounds... More like the truth in comparison to anything I've heard about the situation That's what that far. The fuck
2: happened that night, and I know because I was at the party. It was the last Clive Davis kiss the fucking pinky ring fucking party I ever went to. <gasps> and then they sat there and Jay-Z and them get on the radio and they talk shit about that little fucking boy. And then they put together that whole fucking sham And then had him arrested on the red fucking carpet Just to make sure America fucking hated him For fucking defending himself Against that crazy fucking I mean she's sexy as shit And she's pure whore and pure pussy And she has all of my respect When it comes to the whore game But you ruined fucking Chris Brown's life And you knew you ruined his life And the only reason you did it Was because your pimp Jay-Z told you to so that he could cover up the fact that he started fucking you at 14 when he was damn near 30 years old. No, I think he was 30 years old. Like I said, R. Kelly should not be in jail by himself. They ruined that young man's life. Chris Brown is brilliant, and I want everybody to leave him the fuck alone sores on his dick at 19 and he was
1: Chris Brown? That's why his dick looked like that. I knew it was something. I was like, grandma, sister, i seen the dick. I was like, well, I don't want none of that. I don't want none of that, girl. Fucking I don't he like him
2: gave him the chase.
1: He hurt me. Girl, I knew something was wrong with that dick. That dick looked all out of sync, girl. I was like, oh, that no. Beautiful,
2: that beautiful young man, and they ruined him. Ruined the dick. Ruined it. Let him work. Leave him the fuck alone. At least let him work. You know, fucked up his personal life. At least oh, let him be successful. That's why he's so fucking angry all the time. He should oh. be fucking angry. Shit, if I was Rihanna, I'd have choked the shit out. If I was him, I'd have choked the shit out of that bitch too. He give me herpes and then I come to confront you and you got another dick in your mouth? If people only fucking knew The kind of shit Sean Carter has been doing Behind the scenes for decades If people only knew That Rihanna's father was right down the hall When she was in the conference room Fucking Jay-Z for that half a million dollar Fucking deal And he got that check cut
0: Now Now I'm not sure who the guy was who was doing the uh, the talk show. I'm not sure. Um, I don't even know who dude is. You feel me? But I know that uh, Jaguar Wright, she is a person that's been in the music industry since a very young age. And lately she's been calling out a lot of, Exposed Exposed things that's in Hollywood She talks from I've seen videos of her talk about She talks about Jay-Z a lot Because she knows Jay-Z She's talked about Beyonce Obviously Chris Brown and Rihanna Mariah Carey She knows a lot of folks, man she knows a lot of folks and a lot of people been trying to say that she's crazy. You know, they they didn't already tried. They done not bro. You know, they they didn't tried to arrest her. All this other stuff, but she's been in the industry. You know what I'm saying? She's been in the industry for a very very long time and knows a lot of people and knows a lot of things. And I suggest everybody look her up, Jaguar Wright. Jaguar Wright, look at her, look her up and and hear her sides of the story that a lot of people either tried to ignore or tried to cover up. But let's get into this. Let's get into this. Now... That incident that happened with Rihanna A couple years ago and Chris Brown I remember Chris Brown Said he was 17 at the time Because he made a post Because you know people kept He recently Made a song with Chloe Bailey And people are giving him Backlash And he made a post Saying that happened when he was 17 Nobody talks about Anything other than that From that night Jag exposed She said Chris Brown got the herpa dirt From Reed He was done with her He was trying to leave He even caught her in some sexual acts When he pulled up To Clyde Davis' crib Jag said she was there He's trying to leave And she's mad because he wants to leave And she's embarrassed because he calls her out She starts trying to hit him while he's driving He's trying to avoid the situation Nobody ever talks about that And it seems like from what Jack said, it seems like Jay-Z did everything in his power to try to ruin Chris Brown's career and save Rihanna because he was trying to hide what he was doing behind closed doors because Rihanna is his artist. I remember there was rumors going around about Beyonce and Rihanna not liking each other. Well, Jay-Z married Beyonce and he's still cheating or he's cheating on her. You know what I'm saying It's a lot that's going on right now But I just want to know why people Don't ever look at Chris Brown's side of the story I mean if I'm in an expensive car Being attacked by somebody I'm not about to just sit there and keep driving I'm going to defend myself Man or woman Regardless What it is, who it is How it is If somebody put their hands on me I'm going to defend myself Regardless of the situation Regardless of who it is Regardless of who is around I'm always going to do what's best for me And you know And it's kind of odd how Jag said what she said, but in Chris Brown's documentary about the Rihanna situation was a lot different because he really had to tone it down compared to Jag because his reputation was already ruined. And people don't wanna hear him out. And before we go in, I want y'all to hear, I want y'all to hear what he's got to say. And to see
1: Rihanna and Chris when they first started dating, it was magical, you know? And, and those two days, they were kind of inseparable, you know? You hear about them being in the studio, you would hear, you know, they're coming into the club together, and it was just, it was just an energy. At that time in our, in our career, being that young, being naive, gullible, but also just happy, just just wanting to be everywhere. I mean, it, it, it was no other feeling like it. But with her, with Marie, it was just like our power that we had at that age. It was just, it's dangerous, man. Like you could go anywhere. Like we couldn't go to a hotel, and I have a thousand fans outside. We, you know what I'm saying? We couldn't go to any restaurant and just eat. Like real life rock stars at 16 and 17 years old. mean, mm-hmm. that's dangerous. Because you can do whatever you want. I just think we were like the perfect, like. And bad combination, like it was just good and bad together. It was just, I want to say maybe a year and a half into the relationship uh, with Rihanna, I just, I really was serious about it. Like, you know, I was, I was always goofy about everything else, being a young kid. But maturity level I had in my beliefs of what I wanted in my girlfriend, you know, what, I, I want to marry you, but I want before. You know, we go any further, I just wanna be able to be honest and be completely real with you about everything if you've ever had a question about or a doubt about. It. or she had asked me like where right we first started dating, Hey, you ever mess with this this person? And this person, uh she worked for me at the time and I said, Nah, 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 man, As you know what it is. You know, I burst it to the side. One, I didn't want her knowing my business, two, I just didn't know who she would tell if I tell her what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? So around like the 8th month or maybe like a little bit after that BMA performance I I just broke into I said hey I want to marry you but I want to be real with you I want to be honest with you and tell you you know everything this is what it is before we were together me and this other girl did have sex my trust totally was lost with her you know what I'm saying she hated me like after that I tried everything like she didn't care like she just didn't trust me after that from there it just went downhill because you know it will be fights, it will be verbal fights, physical fights as well. Mutual sides, and it's the first time I get to say anything. And like I said, I still love Rihanna, but it's, it's. I'm just gonna be honest. We will fight each other. She will hit me. I will hit her. Um, and but it never was okay. It was always, it was always a point to where we we talk about it. I'm like yo, what the fuck are we doing? Like I don't like that. I don't like you slapping me. If I go on stage, I got a scratch on my face. I got to explain it like, oh, and I feel like, or you, or like, if you got a, if you got a scar or whatever, or bruise, you got to put makeup on. I feel like shit. Like, I'm not, not, like, I'm not ever trying to put my hands on any female. Like me, I felt like a fucking monster. Seven years ago, when I was 17, 18, you know, the whole Rihanna incident happened. you know, a lot of that, that changed my life that night at that clive davis party that i made sure the person that i was involved with before i said hey if you can't come around to these places and the person comes in comes right to the table say hey what's up y'all uh, and i already know it's an issue so i say hey cool and i keep it and they, they keep it moving and leave i look i look over Rihanna, and she's bawling she's just crying in the middle of the, the ceremony about to start she's just crying and i'm like yo yo yo, yeah, please, please babe, don't do this like don't do this like like I didn't know. I promise, I swear to God, I didn't know. So she got over it. She started drinking a little bit. We both were drinking a little bit. And we was tipsy, laughing, joking, you know. And then we left.
2: And Juan, just a few hours ago, we saw Chris Brown drive off. According to sources, the alleged fight broke out inside a Lamborghini that was located at Hancock Park.
1: As you know, know, young relationship, genuine relationship is based on trust. But because I told her that she didn't trust me with anything, so I would I would give her the option of, oh, you can look at my phone. So I gave her the phone. She looks at the phone. There's a message, and it says, "Kill the Grammys, do your thing." Um, And I didn't read the rest of the message. I didn't open it. So she opened the message, and the rest of the message said, "I'll see you at the car party." So. I thought she thought I was lying. She starts going off. She throws the phone. I hate you, whatever, whatever. Starts hitting me with a little Lamborghini. You know, she's fighting me, and I'm like, look, I'm telling you the truth. I swear to God. You know, I'm telling you the truth. Stop it. So then she hits me a couple more times, and I and I just kind of just, it doesn't go from translation to, let's sit down. I'm telling you the truth. It goes to, now I'm feeling to be, be mean and be evil, argue and argue and argue. So then, like, she, like I remember she tried to kick me. It's like just her just being upset. But then I really hit her. Like I, I like I, with a closed fist, like I punched her, you know, and it I busted her lip. And when I saw it, I was in shock. I was like, fuck, why the hell did I hit her? Like, so from there, she's just spitting my face, like spit the blood on my face. And I'm like, you know, so it raised me even more. Like it's a real long fight in the car. We drive down the street. So I'm like, yo. Hey, y'all, we tripping. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? She's trying to grab for my phone and I'm not getting giving her my phone to throw it out the window. So she grabs my nuts, And when she when she do that, I actually I bite her I bite her arm, I think. as I'm driving, 'cause I'm still trying to drive. And it's just it's just like a petty, like, stupid fight, bro. I'm like, and I'm just realizing it, I'm like, Look, what the hell am I doing, bro? Like, what are you like you honestly doing this in a car right now? Like what are we doing? So I pull over in Hancock Park, We're maybe less than two, three miles from my house, because I'm just trying to resolve the situation. I'm not trying to fight any further. I don't want to, like, I love her. I don't want to hurt my girlfriend. You know, so I pull over, and I say, look, like, I'm telling you the truth. Like, I'm crying. She's crying. Like, I'm telling you the truth. I swear to God, like, I didn't do it. I didn't, like, I didn't know she was fucking coming. I didn't know. I promise. She just didn't believe me. Like, she said, I just know you're lying to me. You're lying to me. So she takes the keys out of the car. I'm in park. She takes the keys out of the car and throws face like she throws them out the window. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I get out the car. When I get out the car, I'm looking for the keys. in somebody yelled. And she uh, she yells out out her door, help. He's trying to kill me. I said, stop. Like, we don't get in trouble. So I'm looking for the keys. She's sitting on the keys. So I'm like, you know what? I can't play this game with you. So she try- I'm getting my bags out of the car. She takes my CDs, this is back when I would record on CDs, you couldn't put it on your phone when you leave the city, So I had no music and she was just scratching it up, I just seen her scratching up with the keys. So I let her, I, so I just snatched the bag, and I was like, you know what, you got the keys, you can drive home. By this time her lip was busted, she had a knock because I pushed her head up against the window. And, and, you know, a lot, a lot of the times like, I look back at that picture and I'm just like, yo bro, right? That's not me, bro. That's not. That's not me. Like, I just, I hate it to this day. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's gonna haunt me forever. I hated myself. You know, so I did, I was thinking about suicide and everything else. So it's just like, fuck. But from now, I said, you know what? I just, I'm just just take everything and you know, I just come my consequences. For my actions, I have to be dealt with. You know, I turned myself in the next day. Pleaded guilty. Didn't. Didn't. You know, argue. Didn't say, hey. Uh, nah, let's let me fight this case and take it to trial, and just say, hey, she fought me back. No, I'm not, that's that's not where my head was at, and that's not where it is, it is now. You know, I, I I loved her. You know, I, I I wanted to protect her because I did too much stuff to her. Like I did what I did, so it was wrong. The hardest, you know, person to, to say, like, I'll talk about it to what would be, I would say probably my my father. You know what I'm saying? My father, and my, my real father. I, w- I don't want to disappoint my father because I, I, he actually was different. But my mom, it was a little bit more closer to heart because I seen my mom deal with that, you know, firsthand. Not from my father. My biological father, Clinton Maurice Brown, is a great man, you know. But her, a, a significant other at the time, my mother, mother's significant other, he was a monster, animal pure hatred evil I never hated somebody in my life like if I like if I could kill him I would so I talked in my mom one day I said look mom you know I like I know you tell me not to do like crazy shit and hang with these niggas and do what I do I said but when I get 15 I'm gonna kill him like I'm not playing I'm not I'm not joking I'm serious I'm gonna take his life So that's the kind of hatred this guy brings for me and fear and stuff like that. So I'm terrified of this man. You know, I would be at home, you know, he blew his brains out when I was six, but he didn't die, like he shot himself in the head and he went blind and shit. I was six years old, bro, like, the fuck? How, I can't deal with that shit. And then, being that he's physically impaired now, it frustrates him more, so he's in a depression. So, but he takes it out on his girl. This girl happens to be my mom. This is what I had to deal with, like, I had to hear my mom get beat up up every night. and I had to pee on myself, like, scared. I'm scared to even get up and walk in the hallway because I didn't want to see nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So nobody knows that fear that they have to deal with, and then it transcends sometimes. It's learned behavior. So me having to see my mom look at me through that light, like, I just saw him. Uh, that's, who, that's who I saw, I saw him. I didn't see Chris, I seen that motherfucker. And so that's what ate at, ate at me a lot. That's what killed my soul a lot because I was I was the, the one thing I was running from. The label, the name Woman Beater is something I would say to somebody. You know what I'm saying? It scares me because that, I would place that judgment on somebody. So when people say it, I don't get mad at them. I'm more mad at myself because I feel like I am
0: the reflection of what they're saying. Now, as y'all heard, he held accountability for what he did. But he also told his side of the story. And you feel me? Now, obviously, Jag's story and his is a little bit different, obviously. But let's just be honest. I, me personally, I believe that certain things he would have said, but since his career was already in a bad position because of the whole incident, he had to tone it down. But my girl Jaguar right? she don't hold back. That's why she says she defend Chris Brown. That's why she says she got his back. Because, I mean, let's just be real. Remember, I don't know if um, Those of you who are who listen to uh, Carrie Hilson, right? Remember Carrie Hilson? Pretty girl rock, rock, you know And you turn me on And you know, that love go, comes around with, with Kanye on You feel me? When she did that turn of me on remix And she dissed Sierra and Beyonce Beyonce ended her career Because Beyonce went around the industry And Carrie even talked about this She said there's a lot of producers And a lot of people that just wouldn't work with her Because of Beyonce You know what I'm saying That Jay-Z and Beyonce are a power couple And they have a hold on the industry That a lot of people can't touch So there's a lot of stuff Besides, you know Jay-Z's got a lot of power and like Jack said, he did whatever it took to make Rihanna look a hundred percent innocent, like she didn't do anything wrong. I don't vouch for abusive men against women. I don't. Uh, I don't vouch for any type of abuse from any type in any type of relationship, man or woman. I don't. I don't play that. I don't condone it. But a lot of people. They hate Chris Brown so much, but didn't even want to give him a chance to say what happened on his side of the story. And a lot of people who've heard this side of the story feel stupid because they're like, oh, man. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I wish I would have knew that. Well, you didn't give him a chance. The media didn't give him a chance because he's a black. He's a successful black man. Let's just be real. America hates successful black men. America hates black people, period. A successful black man gets involved in an incident. You know the media was going to blow it up and eat it up and make sure that they did whatever it took to destroy that man's career. And Chris Brown even called out white celebrities and even came out with a list of white celebrities who haven't been tarnished for abusing their wives, cheating on their wives, giving other people herpes, and all this other stuff. He came up with a whole list. He posted. He posted people's names. But just because he's a black man, the industry, Hollywood, and higher up elites have programmed people to make black people look the most horrible when it comes to situations like this <laughs> like let's just be real i don't i've never i've never heard white i've never heard white men get in as much uh i did get it, i I I I've seen white men in the media who get bashed for things they've done but they don't get bashed as hard or as long as they do black people they don't this ain't about race this is about facts let's just be real the media will talk about a white man for a couple days and then drop it it's been over 11 years for chris brown and they're still trying to keep bringing him up Y'all don't want him to perform anywhere, y'all don't invite him to these award shows, and yet you still keep bringing all these other white men to these shows, to these award shows, who who have been known to be abusers longer than Chris Brown has been alive. Whenever it's a black celebrity, Just know that media is going to overshadow you and make you look horrible. On top of that, that was Jay-Z's artist. Rihanna was making Jay-Z millions and now she's a billionaire. He wasn't about to let that money go. He wasn't about to let that money go. He wasn't going to do anything to get Rihanna's uh, life in and uh, the life of her career in jeopardy. But Jag, Jag know Jay-Z. Jag, Jag been around Jay-Z for years, know how he moved, know how he worked. And I believe that Chris Brown sugarcoated a lot in what happened because he had no choice. And also, because he had to look out for his career, he had to do what was best for him he held a he held his he held what what he did accountable for he did hold himself accountable but she started the fight first, but they've been fighting, but also they both grew up in households where violence was normal, you know. I just wish that people would give men a chance to speak their side of the story when it comes to domestic violence, especially when they don't start it. Because we never get a chance. I remember one time I was at this club down here in Springfield, I almost got kicked out because this old lady, she's always there. She kicks me. She literally kicks me. Here's, here's here's the situation that happened. I'm not gonna get too off subject. I'm gonna just use my my incident as an example of how unequal equal rights is. But I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all how I made how I got out of it. So there's a we at rodeo. There's a little stage where people stand on. I think I was dancing or something, and I got tired. And I was like, I'm gonna just sit on the stage real quick, you know, scope the scene. You know what I'm saying? See which one of these little honeys I'm to holla at. You feel me? I sit down. I don't look at this woman. I don't say nothing to her. I don't. I don't do anything. I just sit down and I'm just chilling. And out the corner of my eye, I see her because I don't want to, you know, I see because she's drunk. She's always drunk and she's always, every time she's there, she's always drunk and wasted. She's always doing too much. So I see her out the corner of my eye. I sit down near her, but not where she's standing. And I just so happen to look to my left because, you know, I think I was looking at somebody. I think I was looking at some babe in there. I forget but I just see her she looks my way and she kicks me so I start going off I start dogging her security comes and this one this one security dude he gets mad and he tells me oh you need to leave I was like I just got assaulted and he's like oh, I don't care you need this I'm like oh you gonna care bring your security over here we gonna we gonna talk about this because i ain't been i ain't finna get kicked out all because i got assaulted so the main security guy comes around i tell him this is to i said i sit down she kicks me that's not equal rights that's not justice that's not that's not sounds like privilege to me they end up kicking her out i end up getting to stay and as you can see, the example, of the first security guard, he was just ready to kick me out. He didn't want to hear my side of the story. If I was assaulted, if I would have even pushed a female or even put my hands on a female's shoulder and she would have started going off, I would have immediately got kicked out of there because I'm black, because I'm a black man in a white, in a, in a, in a white environment. But they was trying to basically let her off the hook until I brought up equal rights, until I brought up how I got assaulted first. And I was serious with what I say, because in all reality, I would have just sued them. I would have sued them and I would have owned Club Rodeo. Let's just keep it real. I have witnesses who seen me, everything. They would have stood up for me in court. They would have pulled the tapes off the security thing. And they would have been like, oh, black man in a white man's environment gets assaulted by a white woman. Security kicks him out. I could have pressed charges, everything. But they did what was best for that company and they kicked her out. And every time she, and and they know she's known to do too much. She's known to do stuff and not, and they don't, they don't, just because she's friends with the owner, they don't never kick her out. Y'all mess with the wrong black man though. Y'all mess with the one who's going to speak up Y'all mess with the one who knows lawyers Y'all mess with the one who knows his rights They ain't about to kick me out and I, and I didn't get kicked out I continued my night They kicked her out And I continued my night and had a good night Nobody cared about what, what, What's the situation when I, when I was going in But they cared when I started going off about, on her When I got assaulted I literally got kicked for no reason. I didn't say nothing to this woman. I didn't look at this woman. I didn't I didn't do nothing. I literally sat down and she kicks me intentionally. And that's an example. That's just an example of what a lot of stuff going down. A lot of these men they never get their side of the story out because for one, the media exaggerates it and then for two, women over exaggerate Everything that go on, that's going on and only goes for the woman's side A lot of you women don't look At the side of what the male went through Or at the, how wrong the woman is In certain situations Don't get me wrong There are a lot of situations where men are wrong <laughs> Don't get it twisted But when men are right Y'all don't care And that's why a lot of men Don't care about what a lot of women go through Because it's just like Oh well when I was sexually assaulted, y'all cracked jokes. When I was physically assaulted, y'all was laughing. When this incident happened to me, y'all didn't care. But women want men to have all the sympathy for them when bad stuff happens to them. But a lot of you don't care about what men go through. Because if it doesn't emotionally tie to your feelings, even if it has 100% facts behind it, y'all just don't care. For over 11 years, women have hated Chris Brown for no reason. They don't like what he did, but then when they hear about what Rihanna did and how she got in the situation, y'all get real quiet. And the thing is, a lot of these women who say they hate Chris Brown would be in a relationship with Chris Brown in a heartbeat. Y'all still listen to his music. Y'all still watch his videos. Y'all still go to his concerts. Y'all still watch all the movies that he's in. Y'all still following him on social media. A lot of you are just talking for attention. A lot of y'all just talking for attention. You heard, Bolt, you heard the side that Chris Brown said, which I believe he sugarcoated. Like I said, I believe he sugarcoated, but he had no choice. Chris Brown is a powerful man, but in hip hop and when it comes to black music, Jay-Z is top three, one of the most powerful black men in music because he has a lot of control beyond what we know. So Chris could only say, Chris could only say a certain amount of what really happened because a lot of those celebrity parties, a lot of them got to take oaths like, yeah, certain things that happen on here, you can't say in public. Certain things that go on, you can't say. Certain rituals that go on in these hidden rooms, you can't talk about. Are we going to kill you and your family? We're going to ruin your career. We're going to make sure nobody ever work with you ever again. Like I said, when Carrie Hilson sent that diss out and turning me on remix to Sierra and Beyonce, Sierra, you know, she's not as powerful as Beyonce. But when Beyonce heard that, all Beyonce had to do was just say a few words. And Carrie Hilson hasn't been relevant since. She hasn't Like Carrie Hilson's career She should be carrying A lot of the R&B right now She should really be A super humongous pioneer In the R&B game right now But ever since she released that Turning Me On remix Disc toward Beyonce Beyonce shut her down There's interviews about it There's interviews about Producer saying like oh yeah Well you know she reached out to me And you know I just couldn't do it And Carrie talking about like yeah Like these people didn't want to work with me no more Because they know It's crazy how Those two got so much Power in the industry That they literally can ruin Anybody's career With a phone call With a text message with a snap of a finger, you're done. I just need people to understand, especially women, that both sides of the story need to be told before anybody gets blamed. Because It's too many incidences that are going around where the woman is the only one who gets a word out. And when the truth gets told, if it offends you, you don't want to hear it. It's just like a lot of parenting. A lot of single mothers have this problem. When your sons tell you things, as soon as you get mad, or sons or daughters, when your kids tell you something that you need to hear, that you asked for or that you just need to hear period instead of hearing them out hearing both sides you took the teacher's side you took the neighbor's side you took the adult figure's side you took the other kid's side you didn't listen to your kid that's why some of these kids ain't even cool with their parents and don't want nothing to do with them because nobody listens and the reason why I feel I've been I've been in a lot of situations like that for real I've been in a lot of situations like that. That's why I feel for Chris Brown. Because nobody wanted to hear his side of the story, I can relate. Not just from the incident at the club, but from a whole bunch of other incidences when I was younger. Nobody wanted to hear his side of the story. Everybody just kept saying, oh, Rihanna didn't do anything. She this, this, and that. He was driving in a Lambo and she was punching him and she tried to, she kicked him all that. You think she tried to hit him in the nuts while he was driving, or he did? She did hit him in the nuts while he was driving in an expensive car going very fast. You think that's okay? I'm not here to rank on Rihanna because I like her music. I've been I I like Rihanna ever since she came out for him. You know what I'm saying? I like Chris Brown since he came out. I grew up. Listening to both of them. I've seen both their careers. But just the fact that Chris didn't. What media outlet was talking about Chris Brown's documentary about his side of the story? Where was CNN at? Where was NSNBC? All these news outlets, all these media places. We're talking about how Chris did this to Rihanna, how he did this. Then when he releases the documentary and tells his side of the story, I didn't hear anybody talk about that. Is it because Jay-Z paid them off? Is it because Jay-Z told them, yeah, he gonna drop that doc and he gonna talk about Rihanna, don't talk about it? Is it the racists that are in charge of these media companies? And did they say, oh, yeah, we're not about to have a black man have his side of the story be told. Don't promote it. I don't know what it is. It could be a combination of all of them. It could be something else deeper. All I know is that man held accountability for what he did. But his side of the story was never told. His side of the story was never promoted. People just kept saying, oh, Rihanna this, Rihanna that She got beat up He's a woman abuser He's this, he's that When she started the fight In the car You can say what you want to say But at the end of the day The truth got told twice And you know if you don't, and a lot of people are just gonna be ignorant to what the info that just got to, the the info that just got heard to them. They gonna be in, they gonna be ignorant towards it because they don't want to hear it. It's like a lot of you, a lot of these women are programmed to want black men to just be in jail, to be abusive, to always be guilty. A lot of you be wishing on these black men to be in jail for life. And a lot of times I see a lot of women who are hypocrites. They say Chris Brown's an abuser, but those are the only type of men you date and go after. Those are the only type of men that you glorify because if he's not abusive, he's boring. I've seen women online who openly admit, yeah, I like to get my, I like to get, I basically like getting, getting abused. I've seen women, I've seen women online say that. These little interviews about like how people go up to random people and, and do little interviews for social media. I've seen I've seen a lot of disgusting things from a lot of women. So that whole play innocent, all that y'all. So some of y'all be trying to act like y'all so innocent, but y'all some of y'all chase that danger. Some of y'all chase that danger and you know it. Some of these men chase that danger and they know it. But that's my opinion on the situation. That's just how I feel. And you, I know people ain't going to agree with me, but at the end of the day, I don't care. Because if you're not trying to hear both sides of the story, if you're not trying to hear equally what happened from both sides, you're wrong. The media let Rihanna talk. They let Rihanna say everything she wanted to say. And got everything out They let her speak 100% of the time And they didn't give Chris a chance A single chance to say anything Because if he would have brought it up They would have tore him up If he would have said anything about Rihanna Anywhere They would have tore him up They had Jay-Z had so much leverage To destroy Chris Brown's career That he had to do so much And do too much To get back into a decent Like in a decent stance in his career Like I said Chris Brown always gonna sell out arenas He's always gonna get this money He's got multiple business ventures He's always gonna be relevant Always It's just a shame how the media tried to destroy him And like, you know, I mean, Jaguar Wright speaks the truth. When she talks about these celebrities, when she talks about what she's seen in the industry, she was there. She knows about a lot. She knows about a lot of the truth that's going on. And she speaks her mind firmly and effectively. Some people may not like what she's got to say Some people may not like her truth But at the same time What's done in the dark Is always going to be brought to the light And you know I just, le- I, just, I just learned in my experience of life that you need to hear both sides of the story. You need to hear, you need to let people express what really happened, how that happened. Like my last podcast, I talked about how nobody ever listened to me. How people would constantly interrupt me, how people would constantly judge me, how people would run with rumors instead of hearing my side of the story. You know, it's. I only know so much. And, like I said, I don't condone women abusing men or men abusing women. I don't condone none of that for real. But I'm always, you know, I'm always going to speak the truth. I'm always going to speak the truth. I'm always going to say how I feel. I'm always going to make, I'm always going to keep it real. I'm always going to keep it 100 from the get-go. Some folks can't handle that. Some folks don't like it. That's not my fault. Some people don't like the truth. Some people can't live with it. Some people can't handle it. I can I do. Cause I refuse to be fake, I refuse to be fake. Like I said, that's how I feel about the situation. Let me know what you think and I'm holla at y'all.
2: What's up, everybody. It's Gina Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at let's with two S's talk about it underscore. So without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. What's
0: the deal? It's your boy, Chris Childs, aka young, light-skinned Hokage, business mogul, Entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore chrischilds on social media, or www.
1: And you tuned into the Candy Shop. Yeehaw!